Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, the guy that's still here, coughing and kicking and screaming and whatnot. John Wayne, that's right. Here I am, back again. I am, of course, in Wayne Manor, uh, nestled in the East Wing in the Library of Evil, where I reside most of the time. I joined you this morning uh, once again with a uh, nice, big, big cup of black hot coffee and a ice, ice cold Topo Chico, and some old excellent grandpappy's medicine in uh, in a nice little bowl here. Uh, very good um, again this morning. Uh, very good weed selection. Uh, I think this is, I can't remember what this one is, but anyway, it's good, and I have another weed delivery coming today, so a new strain will be in the house uh, of Wayne, as I like to put it. So, uh, thank you guys all for joining me, and gals and everyone, uh, for joining me for another week uh, of of life, I guess, and, and La Bamba. Because uh, those are important things. Uh, I am, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm going to tell you, I need a little bit of coffee. Get, kick it up. Let's kick it up, man. Mm-hmm. Ah, first of all, before we get too far, I'm going to give a major thank you and shout out to all of my Patreon supporters. Thank you guys so much uh, for, for the support, for being there for me, and uh, uh, just helping me through this time. You guys are awesome. I thank you so much. If you would like to uh, check out my Patreon and support me in that way, you can go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead and join any of the tiers I have there available. They all come with uh, wonderful goodies. And uh, just newly added the $1 beer club, which is uh, just a dollar a month and you get access to Uh, Another weekly podcast I do called the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast, uh, in which I talk to different artists and friends of mine from around the country. Uh, Very, very fun show. I have a lot of of fun doing it, Uh, mainly, you know, because I guess... I get to see people like that I love and don't get to see very often. Um, and it's just always a fun conversation, you know, to talk, uh, to talk shop a little bit and just a BS. It's a good time. I have a lot of fun doing that show. So if you'd like to check it out, uh, any tier that you join on my Patreon gets you access to the podcast. Uh, but if you just want to uh, chunk down that dollar a month, you'll get the podcast and, uh, and nothing else. And you'll know that you'll be supporting me and, and helping out your old Uncle Johnny, making it through another uh, another month. So I do appreciate Oh, excuse me. I do appreciate all the support. And if you want to uh, just, you know, leave a one-time donation, you can do that as well. So check out patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. So what a week, uh, another week down the, down the hatch or um, up the, the hatch, I guess, or, or done crossed off the calendar. Uh, that's something that people don't do. Does anybody do that anymore? I guess nobody has a real calendar, really, where you cross off the days. I, I think that was always like a TV or movie thing. I don't even know if, like, I, you know, I had calendars as a kid, and I don't know if I, I, I mean, I remember trying to do that because I, I thought that's what you're supposed to do, mark off the days with X's and shit, but I could never I'd keep up, or I'd mark them, I'd get too anxious and just mark days off ahead of time. I, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. This week has been uh, a week. So, uh, you know, one cool thing about uh, news from this week is I uh, just uh, signed a contract. I'm happy to announce that my uh, no- my novel, As Seen on TV, 
is being published uh, in France, en français, uh, through Les Editions du 38, which I believe is the 38th edition or something in English. I'm not sure. But they are the, the same uh, publishers I worked with who they published Death Packs and Left Hand Paths uh, over there um, earlier this year. And this is going to set to come out in November, I've been told. So very soon. And uh, so I signed the the, the contract. Um, I, I worked with the same translator, Jean Ives. Jean I don't know if that's how you say it. I'm pretty sure, but uh, actually, I'm not sure. But this guy's cool as hell. Uh, awesome dude, definitely. Um, I'm happy to work with him, and I'm glad I got another. Uh, you know, we got a uh, planting the seeds over there in the old uh, French uh, French town of uh, France. So I'm happy about that. That was very very cool. Oh, and then they sent me like a mock up for. Um, the cover, I guess, uh, as of now, unless, you know, subject to change, but it looked really cool too, like gritty and like, that seems to be their style. Like the cover for, uh, death packs that they did was, you know, had this kind of gritty, uh, you know, menacing feel to it. And this one kind of has the same. So, uh, I like it. I like it and I'm excited. So, uh, more on that when it comes out, uh, hopefully I won't, uh, <laughs> Uh, or act, order one and accidentally get you know a, a complete different book with my cover wrapped around. But if you don't know that story, uh, it, you know um, I I told it on the podcast before and on a couple podcasts. But anyway, uh, you you know that that could be a special Easter egg to find. So um, yeah, so I'm excited about that. That was some good news this week. Uh, had oh I also had a, a story accepted that's going to be uh, in a UK publication actually. So I'm. I'm all over the the world worldwide, baby, baby, baby. Worldwide. Yeah, so that was uh exciting news. And I'm very happy about that. Um update, I'm still still on my yoga thing three weeks in a row. I wanted to announce that uh because I really like it uh a lot. It's again I did it um after I actually went to the gym and worked out. And I'm doing this with uh, my sister teaches this class online on Zoom um, at Feeling Fit with Carrie on Instagram has all the information. If you want to check that out, uh, it's very reasonable and it's uh, a lot of fun and she's a great teacher. So that's one of the reasons why I'm liking it. But also, like I did a, a workout this time, I did a, a, a weight lifting, you know, I lifted a lift of weights, baby. Uh, whereas the last two times that I did yoga, I ran before beforehand um and i i didn't just like run right in off the streets and hit the mat and start doing yoga i mean like i i ran and had like an hour in between hour and a half i think before i had to do it but that was cool uh i i thought that was like a good way <clears throat> to go because i'd be all hot like hot and loose but i liked it after lifting too because it really stretched you know everything out uh really good and i, I don't lift heavy weights you know i'm just trying to really get this glamour muscles uh in shape here at this point but um yeah it's it was a lot of fun i kept with it so i'm still i'm still doing it and uh i i don't have any plans of really giving it up uh, as of yet unless i pull my my yoga muscle which i i mean i guess that's your your taint or your uh inner inner thigh or something but no all so far so good um, but yeah, it's very cool. I like yoga. Um, anyway, <clears throat> oh, this is very cool. If you, uh, I got my new banner in, uh, Bruce Banner. No, for my, uh, that will be at my, uh, booths at conventions move going forward, uh, as part of my backdrop. You know, I'm always trying to make my booth, uh, 
as cool as possible, interactive, and just eye-catching, and it, it's a good time. It's an experience when you come over and see old Uncle Johnny at the booth, you know? It's a good time. And uh, I, I, uh, I, I've had, uh, excuse me, I have some banners, you know, that I, I've been using. One's, a, you know, just a black and white banner, kind of the style I was, I was drawing in for a while. And then when I started experimenting more with color and, and digital, I drew another banner that I have that's full color, and it, you know, hangs on the front of my table. Uh, but this one will also be behind me uh, at the very top of my banner stand. It's six feet by four feet, full color. Um, <clears throat> it's this design uh, that I drew. If if you follow me on Instagram or, or Facebook uh, or Twitter, I believe I put it up on all three of them uh, yesterday or, you know, when I, as I'm, when I'm recording this to, to show it off. Cause I thought it was, it, it just looks really cool. It's a thing. I drew this, uh, you know, a few months ago and, and was toying with the idea of making it a banner or something. And I was like, I'm, I am going to make this a banner. And it's, it's just like this weird tentacled monster with kind of like three heads and, you know, six eyes or something like that. And, <clears throat> And then the John Wayne is dead. The way I like, I have I've written the logo, my name across, and it's all intertwined. Like the the tentacles are all wrapped around it. It was very, it was cool. I liked it. I think it turned out fucking excellently. And I've got all these cool ass lights that are gonna go around it as well. That uh, I'm just stoked to use, like these skull lights and pumpkin lights and bat lights. Uh, you know, it's 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 just uh, it. And I set it all up. You know, I set my banner stands up and you know, put the banner up like I was fucking building my thing again, just so I could see it and, uh, you know, get a good, good look at it. And it made me excited. I was like, fuck yeah, man, I cannot wait to do this again. I cannot wait. So, and you know, uh, who knows now as of, like last week when I recorded this, I was, I was going to Vegas October in October, I'd be in Vegas and then Kentucky and then Indianapolis. Since then, Kentucky has canceled. But October like sixteenth, seventeenth, whatever that weekend is, I should be in Las Vegas at the at the uh, where the fuck are we? The fucking Plaza. That's it. I knew I'd get there. The Plaza uh, Hotel and Casino, beautiful Las Vegas. Yeah, so I'm excited for that, and I've got this banner and lights, and uh, I I looked at the drive. It doesn't look too bad. Twenty one hours from from old. Uh, Houston here, H-Town, uh, Dirty Third, Third Coast, shots out. Um, so, you know, not a bad drive. I, I'm thinking uh, Nick P will will come with me on this. Uh, I, I talked to him about it, and, you know, we'll be trading off. I think it'll be a good trip. Y- you know, all, and while being careful, I got some new masks in the mail again uh, from, uh, actually from London 1818. Shouts out, check him out, check out their their stuff. Uh, very cool masks. I got a Roy mask. Uh, you know, these are the face masks that, you know, we're wearing outside now. <clears throat> I also got an 8-bit Roy mask, if you can believe it, and I got a pinhead one, and then I got a, a skull, the skull mask from, from Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, uh, that just, the mouths, you know, so <clears throat> I'm all, I'm, I'm stocked up on masks, plus I got these other hardcore ones that my mother-in-law made, Maza, and, uh, you know, so I'm all just building it, uh, getting ready, it's a few weeks away, so we'll see what happens, but that new banner uh, was super uh, duper exciting uh to have so check that out if if you haven't the pictures are up um it's it's very cool <clears throat> oh also there's a sticker of it in the john wayne is dead shop i forgot to mention that 
uh, if you go to the johnwayneinstead.com uh, shop page, one of the stickers is the banner logo. It's a, it's the translucent sticker. It's hard to tell, uh, but I took a picture of it with with it off of the the backing with a light behind it, so you could see th- what it looks like with a light shining through. Look, does look pretty cool. It's a three inch sticker. Um, it's like three inches by one point eight inches. Uh, so you can check it out there and get get stickers or get a sticker pack while while you're at it. But um, very exciting stuff. Anyway, <clears throat> another thing this week that I was just like, what the is this happening was football NFL football I just you know I haven't really you know I'm not really super paying attention to that kind of stuff but I I really just assumed that there was no football I thought that I I thought that it would be more in my face like a like a poochie you know type of situation uh, across all media However, you know, I am consuming it that it would be announcing NFL season starting, ah, you know, but I, I don't know if I'm just not, maybe my algorithm isn't tuned in correctly or what, but I had no idea until Wednesday night, my wife, Katie, is like, hey, tomorrow is uh, the Texans home op- or season opener. And, uh, and I was like, what? The Texans football team? And she's like, yeah, they're playing Kansas City. And I was like what the real football and she's like yes and i was totally like i was really kind of flabbergasted a little bit uh flabbergasted because i was like there's it took me a second to try to get i was i was like this is real this is really football is this uh are are we watching like a madden simulation game that they're showing for fun what what is this how how are they having football games and uh you know she's like i don't know they're having it so uh, it was the Texans, which is my team. I do like football. Uh, I don't uh, know a whole lot about it or following it like that much, but I do enjoy watching football. So whatever. And baseball. I like these things. Uh, eat a dick if you don't. I mean, no, I'm just joking. Uh, but but you know, artistic people can like sports, and it's fine. So I um I didn't get to watch all of the game because I was hanging out with uh, Nick P that night, and we were uh, we <clears throat> we were working on our magazine thing that we're putting together. And I, I mentioned that I wanted to watch the game and he's like, he's really not into, into football at all anymore. Uh, so he's like, ah, whatever, you know, but, but I went to, I was like, at least I'm going to put it on the background, but I could not get the fucking NBC app to load in my house. It was like, you know, Katie is watching it in the bedroom just fine. And I'm trying to, you know, put it on out where Nick and I are working. I can't get it to load. So I'm like, fuck this. Um, I then like try again later and I get uh, like part of the third quarter. I think it, uh, the third quarter is going. It was just a bad game. The the Texans were not uh, doing too well. They got blown out pretty bad. But uh, say first game of the season. And it's exciting because now I can watch football uh, after I'm done recording this episode. Actually, uh, it's going to be very exciting for me. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I was very interested as to how how are they doing this? And in the crowd, like the stadium, you know, there were like groups of people, like groupings of people scattered throughout, like a smattering of, of, of people in the stadium with big, you know, spaces in between, you know, I guess that I, and I, I guess that's how they're doing it. Social distance wise, they're only selling, uh, so many tickets or allowing so many ticket holders in. I want to say it said something like 500, which, I might be reading that wrong, but I thought that's what it said, which if that's the case, 
damn, that is, a, I mean, these stadiums hold 20,000 people or something, and then you only allow 500 in, that's, that is fucking social distance. I mean, that's spreading it out pretty good, which is, which is necessary. I, I thought there would be no crowd. I, I really did. I, I just, uh, I thought that when she told me there was football, I was like, well, uh, clearly there's not going to be an audience then, but there are people there. And then also they started like, they started to zoom in on certain spots and uh, there were groupings of cardboard cut out. Like somebody put this whole thing of like all these celebrities together, like kiss and fucking, you know, jabber jaw and flim flam and uh, dipped up and uh, all your favorites, you know, no, it's just a bunch of cardboard cutouts of people too. And I was like, well, that's weird. And then I believe all of the sound that you were hearing on the broadcast, like crowd sound was, just simulate it was pumped in or whatever that because it was like regular cheering and shit uh so that that was kind of interesting because i imagine somebody has to monitor that in some way you know you can't just put on a random you know backing track of people cheering and just fall asleep at the wheel because they're just be like random like whoa yeah like big big applauses and shit when nothing's happening you know or or something else stupid it might be kind of cool and funny but but yeah, I don't know football, so that was fucking weird. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, hopefully it's it's a step. Uh, it's it's kind of you know a, a step back in you know doing it the correct way, but at least maybe a little taste of normalcy, whatever that may be, just to have football again. I think it's going to be fun. So we'll see. Anyway, <clears throat> when we weren't watching the football game though that night, I gotta bring this up. Is uh, I showed I showed Nick P a movie. And this is an awesome fucking movie called Things. I've talked about this before uh, briefly, but it's uh, 1989, one of the first movies, I guess, like shot on videotape, like with a video when, uh, you know, video cameras came out. And uh, it is awful. All of the all of the sound is like ADR. It's it's you know, they filmed just everything is dubbed over. They captured no sound. And. The, nothing makes sense. The framing, the cuts, all of the dialogue, they're just kind of, you can tell they're kind of making it up to fill the the length of the scene and none of the things match. And it's, but it's uh, really fun to watch. So if you haven't seen that movie, do check it out. It's called Things. It's, uh, I know a company called Intervision put, put it out, uh, you know, to, to get on DVD. That's where I got it. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. It might be, but Definitely worth checking out if you haven't. Things, if you like a good, uh, cr- like, shitty-ass fucking movie that just is going to make you laugh. The guy's drinking a beer at one point, and he's like, ah, beer tastes like shit. Oh, put some water in it. And he, like, walks over to the sink and puts water in the beer bottle and starts drinking. Like, oh, yeah, that's good. You're like, what the fuck is this? Anyway, very funny. Uh, very funny stuff. I like I like that movie. But, um... Oh, and then I know I had been talking a few weeks ago about, you know, how I started to try try and play in some games every once in a while. So, you know, I've kind of been doing that. And I was playing like this Batman game on the Xbox just a half hour, hour at a time. I, I, I really sucked at it. And I was so I, I didn't it didn't hold my interest very much. But then I started kind of getting better. So I'm. I, you know, it, it, the puzzles, I'm, I'm actually kind of like, I want to, I'm going to beat that puzzle. So I've been playing it, but I did go, uh, just at a random whim, 
yesterday, I was like, man, I, wanna, I really want Street Fighter, man. I want a Street Fighter f- to play so I can just, that's, I love, that's one of the games I love. <coughs> I just wanted a version of Street Fighter for the Xbox 360. So I, there's a GameStop, you know, close to my house. I just shoot on down there to look through their used games. They don't have it, of course. You know, they didn't have any fighting games in their used section. Uh, but what they did have was uh, a f- version of Final Fantasy 13. Well, they had two of them. Final Th- Fantasy 13-2 and-3. I don't know what those were. I just was like, well, I'm going to try one of these because I love Final Fantasy games and I wanted to play one, you know, back when I started this quest for games. Uh, so, but this one it was the newer, a newer one. And I started playing it. And most of it is, it's, it's like I'm watching a big movie. There's a lot of cutscenes, which gets annoying, I think, after a while. And I just started playing it. So uh, I'm getting used to how the, the, the fighting is and how the battles are and just kind of uh, working with it. But it's got my attention so far. But I'll, I'll see. I don't know if how, how many, you know, am I going to hang in there for all these, like, and plus it's, like, got a lot of cheesy, like, romance shit in the story uh, where it's just, like, I don't care about this you know so we'll see uh, so far it, it, it's definitely no diablo 3 but um who knows oh anyway um i think that uh we'll go ahead and get into our three card tarot reading of the week actually without further ado uh, as you know or don't know i do a three card tarot reading on myself before every show I just write down my thoughts what's going on with me things that have been on my mind and then uh you know look look at those things again through through the prism of the cards and just get a different perspective, a, a fresh look on things, you know, that kind of that kind of thing. So, and if you're interested in, uh, you know, tarot stuff, uh, also I do a card of the day reading every morning on my Instagram story, at John Wayne is Dead, so you can check that out. Now, um, let's see. So this week on my mind uh, has been motivations and that i mean like what are the motivations behind my actions and decisions uh i i think i brought that up before but you know that's really been something that is it's come up a couple times so i'm like yeah i'm really trying to make sure i consider that what what is motivating me to make this decision in this way is that the right motivation you know those kind of things it's given me pause it's interesting uh also uh focus just just being unwavering focus uh laser focus on stuff having clear intentions clear intentions in the way that you know i know exactly what i am intending to do with the action i'm taking i want to create this you know like i am trying to create a career by doing this, you know, that, that, that kind of thing, just having very clear intentions, uh, as to what I'm doing. And I, and these are just so that I, I, I want to make sure that I'm uncluttering myself or, uh, just, you know, making sure I'm not falling into any bad habits or thought processes. Um, you know, or if I've kind of, if, if anything has changed, like maybe my intentions have kind of changed. Anyway, it's just, just kind of checking in with myself there. Uh, planning, because some things are, you know, like I said, some traveling may be happening. So getting planning stuff and being mentally tough uh, against, you know, all the onslaught of, of negativity that seems to uh, inundate us daily. So first card I get, Knight of Cups. So 
Knight of Cups is, you know, we know the knights are, they're, they're action cards. They're, they come after the page where we have the initial inspiration for an idea, and then the, the, the knight gets the, the party started with some action. Um, so the Knight of Cups, and Cups are our feelings, so of course it stands to reason that, you know, Knight of Cups is, uh, says we're in touch right now with our emotions and our intuition. The, the, the connection right now at the moment is strong to those those feelings, those emotions. And this is because we have an understanding of what our feelings are and are able to show compassion for others. Um, so, you know, we're for some reason, we're, we're just connected to those things right now. Maybe we've been working on stay, like connect, being connected to our intuition, like I talk about all the time, which, which I'm always working on uh, myself, not you know, easier said than done. Um, you know, some things happen. We're just connected to our, our 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 feelings right now. We understand why we're feeling something, and therefore we're able to show more compassion for others, especially in this time. Um, you know, we're caring and loving. You wear wear your heart on your sleeve, sharing love freely. All of these things uh, are just just kind of either your your natural personality or just kind of how how you're you're feeling right now. Uh, you know, we're motivated by action. Uh, you know, the Knight of, of Cups is that, you know, like I said, the, the Knights are motivated by action. And and with this, you know, Knight, we're moving forward to create this dream to make it a reality. Like like they all are. Like all of our Knights, they're, they're trying to get it going to make this a reality and manifest it. Um, and what, like also this, you know, this Knight this, this thrives on beauty and is inspired by it. Um and reminds us that if we do nothing, if we don't take action, if we just continue to fantasize on on the idea, then it's just it's nothing but just dreams. There's no you know. So don't delay in this action. Don't sit there and romanticize it so much that it gets away from you. Um, you know, because and that's just saying because like beauty can inspire you so much, uh, especially right now, it's easy to get carried away in your mind, I think. So you still have to kind of keep a, a sharp uh, hold on that. Um, you know, this, you have a strong vision. You're ready to bring it into the world. Uh, but also right now, and this is something I, I vacillate between because I'm always trying to, to make sure I'm, I'm doing this the right thing in the right situation, which is. You know, this is saying make you know making decisions with our head, uh, with our heart right now um, is is kind of what we need to do. Go with our intuition and and trust our emotion and our gut uh, at the moment. And and while the people around us might not understand why why that's the the route we're going or that's the choice we're going with, uh, that's fine. We we know why. Yeah, uh, that that's what's important is that we've connected to that. Uh, whatever it is, that motivation, that intention, that clarity, that's saying, okay, that this is the the way I need to go, or this is what I need to do. And it doesn't matter that you don't understand because you're not tuned in to me. This is me. So, you know, think about that right now. Of course, we always, you know, want to take that with a little bit of a, a grain of salt and, and think with our heads a bit, you know, um, just uh, in, in the, in the realistic uh, ness of things, expectations, things like that you know we want to set realistic goals and expectations for ourselves as well so um be careful with that i think uh but otherwise you know hey go with the go with your gut kid trust your heart uh next card six of cups so this is this card is more about feeling like uh you know re reverting to an inner child feeling to connect with that inner child 
uh, innocence, that that free kind of happiness where, you know, we weren't weighed down by external things and we didn't understand responsibilities and all that kind of stuff. It, 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 it We need to just kind of let go and connect with that and um, <clears throat> uh, right now and just, you know, kind of give ourselves permission to be a little spontaneous and creative and, you know, and when we when we do this, of course, this helps us to connect more to our authentic self because we're kind of shedding we're we're connecting to a, a, a time we, when we know what what is important and we're able to kind of shed off these things that have moved into our lives, I guess, that convinced us that, well, this is what this is what's important because A, B and C and that's what should be at the forefront of your this and, you know, when we take time to just be like a kind of a carefree, you know, mindset of a child, we can get a taste of that again, of the of the way it was before all this. And then we can, you know, maybe help that helps realign where we're going, you know. Um, also, when this card comes up, <clears throat> there's a, a increased level of harmony in our relationships with with people and each and, and our loved ones. Um, you know, we were able to give and receive love without expectations right now of getting something back or because something and, you know, you're giving people more benefit of the doubt. Th these are all things that come from connecting with our inner child and being able to kind of realign our, our vision or our, our whole trajectory, I guess, uh, or whatever. So last card I got the devil reversed. So the devil reversed. So this is this card is uh, about actually like kind of connecting with your shadows and 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 things like and, and habits and uh, releasing the things that are limiting to you or, or holding you back um, when you're trying to move forward. So <clears throat> with this card, it's saying you know you you're on the verge of a breakthrough right now. We're being called to our highest potential. Uh, it's it's right there, but. As always, you know, there's some other things we have to, to, to tidy up, you know, to make room and get, get ready for this, everything that comes with this breakthrough that we're going to happen. And one of those things is we need to let go of the things that don't serve us anymore or are not moving us toward that path. Um, these can be limiting, like limiting beliefs, like I said, unhealthy attachments. Th this can also be about addiction. Um, but... <clears throat> but also all forms of resistance. Uh, you know, when you, that, that's, that's where all this kind of like checking in with yourself, do, meditating and, and keeping that flow of intuition. You, 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 uh, you start to be, you're so in tune or you become in tune where you're able to, to see these things coming or, or give thought to something like this before it becomes like um, a, an, an attachment that maybe isn't the best thing, you know, like, Whatever it may be, uh, the more we are in, in tune with ourselves, the easier it is for us to see these things. But right now, while we're at this kind of precipice of this breakthrough, we need to shed these things and 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 take a look at letting go of some of these and uh, and admitting, you know, being able to, you know, take responsibility for what's holding us back and let it go, you know. <clears throat> um. Uh, confront, yeah, confront and free yourself from inner fears. 
uh, eliminate what's harmful to you and your psyche, bring about positive change by staying focused on your ultimate goal. Those are all, all things I just said. Uh, you know, the fear part is very important, you know, confront <clears throat> these inner fears, definitely free yourself from fear. We don't want to be afraid. Uh, we don't have to be afraid. That's the number one thing to let go. Um, so, and then this I thought was, was, uh, important was practice detachment, practice detachment, overcome attachment from the desire or overcome attachment to the desire for things and free yourself from restrictions and release your dependence on people or things. And I thought that was kind of like that gave me pause for a second because I, I, I thought, I mean, instantly I was thinking about it. I was like, huh, I wonder, you know, I, I just started thinking about that in terms of what does that mean to me? Let go of my dependence on things or my need for things. Like just feeling like, hey, I, I anything. Like for myself, I buy a lot of stupid toys and records and all that kind of stuff. Um, but as I've, you know, had other cards, I think in last week, we talked about, res- you know, respecting our, our money and, you know, finances and uh you know, that kind of stuff, you know, and then you get something like this, you know, free yourself from your attachment for things. I find myself, a lot of it has to do with quarantine because it can't really go anywhere. So I'm not ever in front of a lot of things right now where it's just like, oh yeah, I'll buy this. Um, so I, and also like being at bars and buying, you know, drinks and stuff, there's nowhere to go. So on that front, I, I, I thought about how I'd been how that's changed, you know, as far as like my financial spending or, or, or whatnot would have been if I hadn't been quarantined. Um, but then it's just like, well, when, when you, when you realize that you've done all this without buying, like whatever it it may be, then you, then that, that's been helping with my detachment of things like, Oh, do I really, Hmm. I don't know. So it's good. I don't, I've been thinking about it a lot. And uh, I'm going to continue to think about it. And that is our reading for today. I got a lot out of this. I hope you did as well. Uh, as always, uh, it gives me a, a good, uh, a good healthy chunk of thinking to do. So I like that. Uh, if you are interested in learning about more tarot, uh, more about tarot, and you, or you're just into this in general, like I said, I do a card of the day reading every single morning on my Instagram story uh, at John Wayne is dead. It also goes over to my Facebook story and then goes right on over to the John Wayne is dead YouTube page. So you can watch it again or check in or, you know, just, just kind of study or whatever you want to do. Look at my handsome face over and over. Um, So yeah, that's that. So thank you guys. Um, Now I mentioned earlier the, the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast, which comes uh, with any tier of my Patreon. And if you've been listening to the show, you know, recently over the last few months, I've been actually taking uh, a portion of the conversation that I have had with the person from this week's episode and putting it right in here uh, in this very podcast for you to listen to and get kind of a feel for my guests and uh, check them out and see if you might be interested in what they do. And then if you like the, you like what you hear, yeah, maybe you come on over to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead and join one of the tiers and you can get the whole episode as well as all the back episodes that have been done as well as all the videos and other fun stuff that are in on the wall and stories, all, all kinds of stuff anyway. But back to the podcast. Uh, like I said, I talked to uh, different artists and friends, people I've met, uh, people I know well, acquaintances, you know, people I'm just meeting, all, all kinds of stuff. But this week I got to uh, talk to a fellow author of mine, 
uh, who, you know, was was from the Bizarro scene like me uh, right around the same time. And, you know, he was a new Bizarro author series guy. And just, uh, you know, and, that, and then he and I both have uh, books on Grindhouse. Just an awesome dude. I don't know why I it took me so long to get him on the show. But uh, uh, this week I t- I'm talking to author and graphic designer Scott Cole. And uh, we talk about a lot of fun stuff of him up in Philly. It was a really cool conversation and a, and a great, uh, great chat. So I'm going to play a little bit of it here and, and you can check it out for yourself. Here is my here is myself and Scott Cole. You know, I myself am uh, uh, born in a uh, native of Pennsylvania. I was born in Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm a yeah, Yins. What are Yins doing? What are Yins doing uh, <laughs> you? What are Yins doing to you? Uh, <laughs> and and so, like, I know in Pittsburgh, it's known for, uh, you know, permantes and uh, just de- being depressing. And, uh, you know, um, I think having, like, the most cigarettes smoked per person per capita in the world. <laughs> but um it's it's i right. what what it, what's going on and what are you doing in philadelphia that's big are you a sports fan i mean sports are huge in philadelphia they uh, are are yeah. you in sports at all i am yeah um it's, I, you know it's not something i don't really talk too much about on social media but yeah i'm i watch the eagles um and uh I, when i was a kid i was a big phillies fan watch baseball and Check out the flyers on and off. Go so. birds. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I like. I, I do like to watch football as well. Um, yeah. still, I mean, I don't give a fuck. I, I I'm not a jump up and down like you know. I don't have a Texans jersey or hat or anything yeah. like that. I have some you know Astros hats because I like going to the Astros games. Uh, you know, even if people think they're cheaters, you can go fuck yourself because everybody's <laughs> doing it. Everybody was doing it, and if everybody jumped off a bridge, yes, they would too. So. Stuff that in a sack, you fucking Dodgers. Anyway, um, <laughs> crybabies, dude. We want a trophy. Go fuck yourselves. Anyway, um, yeah, see, I, so I like sports a little bit. Uh, but sports, I mean, football's huge in Texas. It's it's yeah. big. And uh, I know that Philly is a huge sports town where they do get crazy. Like I said, they they throw batteries at people. That, that's where they threw the, the uh, octopus on the ice, right? The Flyers, wasn't that? No, I, I think no. that was that was Detroit, wasn't it? Oh, I mean, maybe they did. That was Red Wings. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. No offense. But, I'm sorry. I apologize. No, that's fine. I mean, my, Phil, my Philly sports fan. Yeah, yeah Philly she's a big sports fan. fan. Uh, okay. Sorry. Ah, I'm talking over everybody. Sorry, we're both uh, talking over each other. <laughs> we should just split it and just do like a separate, uh, two different podcasts of the same like <laughs> meta type situation but Let's think this uh, up though each each one of us is in one ear oh fuck yeah panic people can decide who, who they want to listen to oh uh, <laughs> it's on yeah um we uh i didn't i had no idea there was even uh football this year i just assumed that the nfl was not happening and on tuesday no on wednesday uh my wife katie my wife says uh oh yeah hey tomorrow night the uh texans uh home opener or season opener is going on and i was like what <laughs> she's like yeah they're playing i was like they're playing a game she's like yeah i was like whoa really she's like yes so i was like wow <laughs> the future but i watched i watched uh i actually didn't watch all of it i was wa- i actually watched things the movie um you, you know that movie right the, things yeah, yeah yeah so i was I, I, I showed my buddy nick p that because we were hanging out 
uh, doing a writing session. And then I watched half of a quarter of the game and it was very bad. So then I just uh, I think we started watching the Dukes of Hazard actually after that. Uh, but, <laughs> but I saw it and it was at, it was in Kansas City and it seemed like they had like pockets of people in the stadium okay. doing it. Do you have you heard anything about because I was I... Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I heard something about that where they were letting in like very limited number of people for that game. I actually don't even know what's going on in Philly, like as far as how many people they're letting in, if any, because I think we're still we're still pretty locked down here. Like things are not really open. Like I, I they're about to open restaurants at limited capacity, um, but yeah, not a, not a whole lot going on. I mean, well, it's it, they play it still play on the link, right? Is or they have a different stadium now? Yeah, now they're. I think that it's immune. It's immune to COVID at the link. If you're on oh, the link, okay. well, there you go. Like it said, yeah. like if you're on the field, <laughs> you're go, go birds, fly high. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. I, it, it's probably it's like that everywhere, dude. Who, I, who knows what the yeah. fuck is going? on? I'm in Texas, of course, so we're just jumping yeah. up, and out, shooting guns into the air, just going. <laughs> that's what I figured. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much like. If if like nine times out of ten, when you're ever thinking like, I wonder what John Wayne is doing right now, which I know you're thinking a lot. Uh, Every night, it's nine times out of ten. I'm just jumping and shooting and just yeehawing. Uh, what I think about is I'm trying to drift away to sleep every night. Nice. Why? Wow, what good. is John Wayne doing? That is a really fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're we're out of. I mean, of course, we're out of control here in Texas. Um, I don't go anywhere. I haven't gone anywhere. You know, my life consisted of traveling i was supposed to be on the road the whole yeah. year you know and i've just been stuck here in uh in wayne manor if you will the very <laughs> of evil um but yeah everything is is nuts like that but i don't know how they're doing the the fans because baseball has no fans in the crowd right. uh basketball just has bubble the other people that are in the bubble with them but this they were showing close-ups and there'd be like maybe 10 people like around each other like woo weird football and then they would show other things and it was like whole like hordes that they'd put together of cardboard cutout people like celebrities yeah and i was like is this is this like madden am i watching a simulation what's happening i don't know so uh, yeah it is very fucking weird but i have to say i am excited to watch football i'm sorry yeah I like it um i don't care i say shoot them full of drugs let them play <laughs> <laughs> and sign, you know, hey, I know that this is what's going to happen. No rules. Let's, ex let's, let's merge the XFL and the NFL. <laughs> all That's the, an idea. All the worst parts of both of them. If there, if there are any parts that aren't bad, put them all together and just, I mean, come on. That is awesome. Who doesn't <laughs> want to see that? You tell me. I want to see it. There's no controversy. There's no like, oh, but the children. No, fuck it. They know what they're doing. They're they're they know what they're doing. <laughs> very compassionate, uh, as you can tell. Yeah. What yeah. they're dying. Well, I, I still get to watch football, right? Okay, well, let's, uh, keep it going. They uh, knew what they signed up for, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's cool. Do you live uh, in like the city area more? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's cool. Uh, uh, I forget what the fuck where I was going with that. Anyway, it look, <laughs> Philly looks like a cool ass city. I have never been to Philadelphia yet. But I do plan to come up there. I'm going to be in Pennsylvania, actually, in oh, nice. October here uh, because I'm driving my masa uh, back to where she lives in Pennsylvania, uh, up on the border there in the mountains, like by oh, Elmira and shit. And then I'm going to drive uh, back down uh, through there. I'm actually going to stop and see the Grindhouse folks in Ohio. Oh, nice. Um, 
And uh, yeah, so maybe I'll just like drive to Philadelphia and kick your door down and say, good. take me to the theater. <laughs> I'll have my I'll have my tucks and tails on, of course. Of course. Well, I hope so. Yeah. And um, that's also and, how I envision you when I'm, when I'm thinking. Hey, spot on, dude. You've been yeah. reading my uh, dream yeah. journal that yep. I post um, <laughs> all over the place. Uh, <laughs> So we talked about you, uh, graphic designing. Um, you do a yeah. lot of very cool, uh, at least from what I see that you've done, you've done, I guess, some of the, the covers of your books and then like the marketing materials, things like bookmarks. And then you do uh, covers for other people. I think the one I just saw, like Tim Meyer's new book, you did his cover. Yeah, uh, his new one, uh, Paradise Club. That uh, looks rad. That looks very yeah. cool. Uh, what what was that like? Uh, what is, how did you get into that? Is that, is that? something you do always or or what's uh yeah um i i i mean i've always been an artist i was i worked well i, mean, I should say as a kid i was uh primarily a visual artist before i was a writer um so lots of art classes you know studied in in college i have a fine arts major um and uh eventually found my way into graphic design i worked in the printing industry for a long time um but these days i'm doing uh i do freelance graphic design so like you said i do book covers i do promo materials i lay out book interiors for print oh, cool. um so that's a, yeah that's key skilled people need uh yeah small press and then a self-publishing business as well like yeah the layout i understand is uh a harder thing to do i don't want to do it so I'm glad I'm glad there's people yeah. like you out there laying it out. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> yeah, and I I think uh, you know I think people not everybody necessarily puts so much importance on the interior of the book, but I think that's a mistake. I think you know it's it's a good thing to have a nice, clean, professional-looking interior because it's just going to improve the reader experience. If somebody buys a print book and they're holding it in their hands, it looks like crap, and there's typos and there's you know, lines of type that run into each other or cut off in the middle or whatever, it's, you know, that's a problem. So no, I, I agree totally. It, it's a yeah. whole path. It's like visual from the start, like from the cover yeah. to the layout, to the font, to the way the yeah. chapters are, are done. Uh, some people like have brought up to me, I didn't even notice this until someone brought it up. And now I notice it all the time. Uh, when the, when it's not lined up at the bottom, Mm -hmm. um, you know what I mean? It's, it's called like widowed orphan or hanging chat or fucking <laughs> devil's daughter. Or some shit. It's called some weird shit like that. But, uh, yeah, I look at those things. It's, it's super important. Uh, yeah. aesthetics are, are key, dude. I mean, it yeah. really is. This is a, a physical thing you're holding in your hands and absorbing with your eyes. Of course, yeah. aesthetics come into play. I mean, yeah. th those things are super important. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to pay attention to, to all that stuff, like even kerning, like, which Ooh, is I'm sorry, would you kerning K-E-R-N-I-N-G? It's like something that nobody outside of graphic design would ever know of or think about, but it's like it that's a word that that uh refers to the amount of space between any two letters in any word. And like it's super important. Sometimes if you start looking at, at people's book covers or or even the insides of books, you'll start to notice like these weird gaps in the middle of words. And it's one of those things where you, when you start to notice it, you'll never not notice it again. Oh yeah, exactly. So like exactly. if you have if you have a letter A next to a letter V, like you'll notice this huge amount of space 
if it's not kerned correctly. And like you got to tighten that space up. It's like stuff that nobody ever thinks about. Correctly. <laughs> I thought you're the, you're like the cur- have you heard of the kerning? I thought this was like yeah. a Philadelphia thing, like like the lottery <laughs> where you take people out into a circle. Let's all go to the kerning, Mama, and somebody yeah, gets strung just... up and beat with batteries again. <laughs> It's just me. Being and that's a, a, why you want me to come over. I know. <laughs> I'm your kerning offering this year. God damn it. It's just me being a maniac when it comes to typography. That's all. <laughs> Always a kerner, never a kern. Damn that's it. Right. <laughs> but uh, no, it is super ass important covers and such. And I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah. Do you... Uh, uh, now I know some. I've seen some things you posted, like, "Hey, here's some examples of my work," and it, it'll say, "Like you're tied, you're titled here, your fucking name here, here's right. a picture of your, you know, genitals if you like." <laughs> um, so you do, so that you you have some like, uh, are those like kind of lot like lot in the barrel kind of stock? Like, hey, do you want to buy this from me? And yeah. are, are are you doing like single use? Like, if somebody buys that one from you, is it off the table or is there an amount of time? Uh, Basically, um, yeah, the way I, so I do, I do pre what I call just pre-made covers. Um, mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll create a piece of artwork and I'll, um, arrange the, you know, a mock title and the author's name in a way that I think looks good. Not that it can't change from there. Um, and I'll, I'll have some of those on my website or, um, I will uh, share them on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. And, uh, yeah, if anybody is interested in something like that, they can, they can purchase uh, the rights to use that and I can like turn it, you know, I just have like a front cover available, but I can like turn that into a full wrap around to go all the way around a paperback. Um, Or so, yeah, those are available, but I also do custom work. All right. That was me and Scott Cole. Uh, Awesome dude for life for sure. So check him out. um, And uh, what he's got going on. Like I said, he's got, we talked about his newest book, uh, I don't know if we did in that clip, but uh, he's got a new book out on Grindhouse Press. Check it out and um, check him out. He's a, he's a good dude. If you want to hear the rest of the episode, go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead and uh, check that out. Plus uh, all the other episodes that I have up there. So speaking of episodes, um, that brings us to our next topic, the story of the day, um, which has no, nothing to do with episodes, but it does have to do with something else that's happening right now, and that's back to school. Uh, I was thinking about that when I'm walking the dogs this morning, Boney and Serby, we're, we're out there walking it, doing it for the people, and I remembered this. I was thinking, like, you know, how, how crazy it is right now with everyone going back to school, half online, and I don't know what the hell's happening. <clears throat> I'm just glad I'm not a teacher or have kids that have to figure this out. So, but I was thinking about about that for for myself and uh, one of these times. So, for this story, we're going to step back into the 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 college years once again and explore uh, a little bit of that with with us. And so, we'll call this uh, the resident troublemakers. So I was talking about this just the other week uh, on the show here. Uh, I went to college at Sam Houston State University. Eat 'em up, cats, meow. Up in Huntsville, Texas, where uh, where we do execute prisoners and have many prisons. But that has nothing to do with this story. Um, or well, no, it doesn't. But anyway, that's where I went to school, and um, I've talked about you know the housing situation up there. I lived in a um, 
a, a dorm, and I'm saying that with air quotes that you can't see, because uh, it was, you know, university housing, um, but it wasn't a traditional dorm that I lived in. And I, I lived in this for my freshman year, so both semesters of my freshman year. But I, I think this was the best case scenario as far as dorm uh, situation could be, because as I've said before, I lived in what one of these four houses that were called wellness houses. Um, and they were small, very small, two-story, uh, you know, dormitory-type building with maybe, like I said, 15 to 20 people living there at, in the whole place and co-ed as well. So it was just very uh, – it was cool. It was a very fucking cool situation. Now, the reason for these – these houses where they were and, and what they were designed for originally um, at the university and, and what their original purpose did serve at one time was for athletes. They were special houses. They were called the wellness houses because they, they would put the athletes in them. Athletes. They put the athletes in, in them and they were small like that, so you, you you're there with like your teammates and uh, you know all that or whatever, and it's it's more camaraderie, I guess. But then it, this these were the furthest thing from campus. It, it, I don't know how it was considered. Still, I guess they 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 owned the property and and oh they did yeah because there was a practice field behind us. But it was these are the furthest uh, student housing from campus, and you had to walk up two hills just to get to campus. Um, and then once you're on campus, there was another hill that you would have to go up depending on what class you're going. So it, it, it was, um, the walk was long and arduous, uh, a lot of times because, and we could, you could drive, you know, sometimes I would, but only like to the eight o'clock like classes, uh, and only some of them because parking would be a bitch because people, well, everyone wanted to drive or people that lived off campus. So it was really hard and, and being in walking distance like that albeit far just just still made it easy but dude myself and um i could say my my good friend adam to this day uh ha have reminisced on how hot those walks back to the dorm can be after class you're like done you know you've been in class for several hours all morning it's the afternoon now it's hot as fuck you have to walk like this long ass trek back to the dorm back to your your room and you know it was it was nuts, but you know, hey, I wouldn't trade it for, I don't know, something. But so that was the house. Now, also with the wellness houses, one of the rules that did not change, I guess, with the 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 times, as in that this was no longer just for athletes to live in, uh, was these were also like dry dorms you know because you were because there's there were dorms on our campus at least where if you were 21 you were allowed to have alcohol in your room and i know there was a lot of weird rules and restrictions as far as what you could have and i think you know if your roommate was under 21 you, you then you weren't allowed to have it all kinds of weird shit uh but it didn't matter didn't matter to us because you know we got the spiel first day from our resident advisor person that, you know, no, this is, there is no, no alcohol. I mean, and of course no drugs, you just get kicked out of school without a refund if you have drugs, but no alcohol in the, the building in the house period just was, wasn't allowed. They don't care how old you are. Right. So 
we're like, all right, you know, none of, since I'm fucking 19, it's not like you can buy, like, readily get alcohol. Uh, so it's just, like, one of those things I'm like, okay, cool, so whatever. Now, I, uh, my roommate was, you know, one of, uh, just a, a guy randomly assigned to me who I'm still friends with to this day. I don't know if he listens to this show. Ryan, shouts out. Um, we were uh, only roommates for one semester. He uh, didn't didn't make the cut, unfortunately, after that first semester and, and went on home. Uh, but, you know, I barely made the cut. My grade point average, I, I mean, I'm, I have no qualms with saying my first freshman semester, first semester in school, 1.4 GPA overall. Had to write a letter to the dean put on academic probation, all that stupid shit. But, hey, that's what you do. I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> but, yeah, so I, I, I have my, this roommate, and uh, we hit it off. He's a pretty cool guy. And um, I, you know, we, we all brought, like, you know, our own thing to the room uh, where, you, you know, I, I had a I had just won a mini fridge at Project Prom at the beginning of the summer. Uh, just like a random raffle like i never win shit like that when a mini fridge i was like i got this mini fridge and uh i had a playstation and uh he had a tv so we you know we had all this shit worked out and we had a pretty cool chill setup um but one thing i found out like he you know real quick was it wasn't hard for us to to necessarily access the things that we wanted and and he had a bit of uh, you know a situation where he was a little bit spoiled to, uh, to the extent from his girlfriend at the time's mom which you know she's one of these uh moms i i went and met i met her i went to the, the house to party a couple times you know she's just one of those moms that make sure you have everything everything's taken care of just that kind of caring and 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 kind of thing that that sometimes gets away from people um it, w in a well-meaning fashion i'm sure but things like this where I worked at the software store at the time, the video game store that I've, I've talked about. This, this was in the, when I was working there with Nick P and then the rest of the gang. And one of the perks of that job was you could check out any video game you wanted for seven days at a time. And even then, it's like, you know, it, it couldn't be the last copy of something and uh, some like hot releases or whatever you'd have to wait to check out. But other than that, <clears throat> like it, it could be in the back you know we we you'd get it 2 weeks before the street date and we can check it out and go home and play it that and uh that that was cool if, especially if you're into games you know we and uh, even then when I worked at a game store I don't think I was into games as as someone who should be that works at a game store but um anyway I, I liked to play them <clears throat> and you could play anything you wanted you'd keep it for as long as you wanted if you wanted to beat beat it because uh, you could just keep checking it out every, you know, when you're supposed to bring it back. But anyway, I would, so I was doing that, you know, I'd bring a different game home because uh, I was still working at the software store every weekend. I would just drive, uh, drive into town and go work there. And I, I remember we were both pretty into baseball. Uh, and this one in particular, I just remember this, we were, so I brought home the new MLB 98, 1998 MLB game. And uh, it was, um, awesome because there's like two franchises of baseball games there's like rbi baseball and mlb with the year and so the mlb ones like were became the superior of the games and the new one came out and i took it home and we were just like you know just playing the shit out of it we really liked it in our dorm we're playing the fuck out of this game and um man he's like man you don't you have to take this back and i was like yeah yeah i take it back next week um you know, but, but we can check it out again if you want. He's like, oh, okay, well, 
cool. And um, so he went home that weekend because, you know, Sam Houston, it's it's like 50 or 60 miles north of Houston and then other kind of semi-major cities close to it. It's what's called a suitcase school because a lot of people go there and, and stay on the week but go home on the weekend to, to work or because they're fucking mama's boys or whatever. Who knows? Uh, but I, I I had to go to work because I, I was a, a hard-working man <clears throat> even then. So I would just go home because then my house was like 15 minutes from where I worked rather than 40 minutes back the other way. So it just made sense. So uh, the very next weekend, I come back Sunday night and, uh, you know, my my roommate comes. He he, he maybe arrives. Uh, was he? Yeah, I think, he, no, he, he was there like maybe a, 10 minutes after I got there. And he's got armloads of groceries and uh, and and MLB nine ninety eight. And he's like, "Check it out, dude. We got it." And I was like, "What?" He's like, uh, "He's like, uh, yeah." So and so, his girlfriend's basically his girlfriend's mom just bought it for him. He mentioned he mentioned it to her that we were playing it and we really liked it, but I had to take it back because we could only rent it. And she went and bought it for us to have in our dorm. This is the kind of shit that uh, you know we could you know. I was like, whoa, that's awesome. And she, then she would always, you know, we, we'd had food. He would, you know, she would take him shopping and then bring him, bring him up to fucking campus. It was crazy. Like it was, it was a very cool situation. And I'm very grateful for that. But because of this, because we had all this access to things, um, you know, we became, a, I would say a little, both of us became pretty spoiled and, um, and we started playing pretty fast and loose with the rules uh, as far as things goes. Um, we had certain connections in, in, uh, to get alcohol and, you know, especially in, in, you know, not through this mom, but through other people Ryan could get it and bring it back. Or we knew people around something like that. But we, before we knew it, we had amassed like at least like a four or five bottles, um, which is, an, is a lot for us, you know, 19 year old guys in a dorm. We've got those, you know, hidden in our, you know, shelves where the books are supposed to be behind the books. And then we have this, <clears throat> I don't know, <laughs> he brought this up one, one weekend. It, it was like, it's a cooler that's, I guess it was probably about three or three and a half feet tall in the shape of made to look like um a uh ice house beer the the brand which is a shitty ass brand but it was cheap and we drank it all the time back then um because it was so cheap and it was 5.5 percent alcohol so get you drunk but it was like a replica of a bottle of that and it was like three and a half four feet tall but it was a cooler so you take like this thing off the side you know like a thing you could reach in and and just fill it with ice and beer which is what we did so oh and here's another thing another rule uh with the dorms was with this dorm in particular uh, was it was co-ed um so that was known but uh no members of the opposite sex were allowed to be in each other's rooms after 11 i want to say which again, that's another one of those rules that was for the house to keep the the athletes from, I don't know, I guess just partying and getting ladies all the time when they need to be sleeping and conserving their strength to play football and soccer. Um, yeah, so that was one of the rules as well. So one night we uh, and we're usually pretty good, dude. I mean, we have not 
we've done some stuff. We we didn't get caught. We're pretty pretty good. But like I said, you know, you fly too close to the sun on wings of wax. That's what happens. You have a fall, and that's what happened to us. We had a fall, and it wasn't. This wasn't long into school happening either. Um, you know, so it was quite close to the beginning of of the time that we were there. Because, like I said, he was only there for the first semester, so it was only like two and a half months of us being there, but or three months maybe. But he, so we had some friends over. We had uh, some girls that he knew from another dorm across campus were there. Um, some of the girls that lived in our house were hanging out, just hanging out with us in there too. And we had, you know, we had this alcohol, so we were doing stupid, stupid college, taking shots and, you know, and just having mixed drinks. And, and then we had this fucking, that whole cooler dude thing, just full of fucking beer. So we get, um, it's after 11, of course we, so we're already, you know, we have, we're not supposed to have girls in the room. Definitely not supposed to have alcohol in the room. You know, we, we get a knock at the door, just like, ah, oh, shit. And for whatever reason, the, one of the girls turns, just turns around and opens the door and there's the fucking, you know, RA, the checking fucking chicks. They hear all our voices in there and the girl just shuts the door right in their face. Just shuts the fucking door in their face. <laughs> And we we all saw it and we're like, fuck. So now he's like knocking, like, Please, open up. I see. I open up right now, or I'll, I'll we'll call the university police if you don't open the door. And we're like, fuck. Uh, so we're trying to hide. You know, we're trying to hide things and all this kind of shit. And he comes in. We let him in, and he's like, all right. First of all, you know, y'all, you can't be in here. Out, out, out. Kicks all the girls out, and then he starts searching. He's like, I know, I saw, I smell alcohol in here. Um, he found he found a drink. They found like a bottle of vodka hidden, like haphazardly hidden, haphazardly hidden. Um, <clears throat> he took that, and they found. And he starts going through like the desk drawers, and he found. He, he took all the bottles um, of of alcohol, and he saw there's he's like there's beer there's beer bottles in the trash can. You know this is against the rules. Anyway, long story longer. He uh, he writes us this like citation or whatever it is and we have to meet with our RA um, main house RA in the morning so we do but separately because of classes and um, the punishment for something like this is of course like you're put on some probationary period where if you do this again in so many whatever you're kicked out but you had to pay $50 and go to um, a drug and alcohol class that they had on campus um, no, man, it was way, it was not on campus. It was off campus actually. Cause we had to drive there. Uh, and it was just like, uh, just a, it was, it was like a drug and alcohol education class, like, but also tinted with the dangers of all this. And the guy that was teaching it, uh, was a ex or former crystal meth addict. He said, uh, and you know, this was part of his fucking deal that he had to teach this goddamn class. And I think we had to go to it four weeks in a row. And I remember, and, and they were like two and a half hours or something every time. It was just awful. But the guy that was teaching it was like, he, I think he was close to relapsing or something because his mood would get so bad and he would like either just dismiss us and, or he would just be real short and like we'd watch, he's like, we're going to watch these films. Like pretty sure he snapped back, uh, fell off that meth wagon possibly. But 
we did this and I, I remember feeling like, God, man, I can't believe that, you know, that was so crazy. I, I just got, I mean, what if this could have been worse? They, they didn't find any of that beer in that cooler. They didn't even look in the cooler. So we still had all that beer. And we, but we both decided, like, do we just have to be fuck way more careful? I mean, we, we can't let this kind of shit keep happening uh, again. Um, and, and it didn't actually. Uh, we did not get busted for alcohol in our room again. Um, but if you, uh, as I've told the story on, on the show before, we did get uh, chased by the cops because we were smoking weed out behind the dorm. And uh, that turned into a whole to do where they had to come get get us out of our room once again. So you go back and listen to that one uh, if you want to check out that story. But yeah, we we never ended up getting in trouble again, like for alcohol or anything like that. But it was, it became a little bit easier just in that when Ryan, you know, wasn't able to come back the next semester, they didn't give me a new roommate. So I just had that room to myself and I could bring like some Coors Lights because that's what I was drinking back then. And I still drink that sometimes today. And I could put those in the mini fridge and it'd just be chill, you know. But it was when we got things got out, you know, out of hand. We got people over there. We start getting loud, and you're with kids because you're we're stupid anyway. Uh, but anyway, it was a uh, w- what a time to be back to school, you know. I I'm sure by today's school standard stories, that one is uh, uh, lame. Oh, but hey, those were the breaks, kid. And you know what? The worst part about it was that I had to pay 50 bucks to go to that stupid fucking class. I didn't learn anything, by the way. All right, there you go. Uh, rousing back-to-school tale. Uh, happy back-to-school to all you back-to-schoolers out there. I hope it's going decently and um, and whatever. So good luck is all I can say. Uh, thank you for joining me for another week. Uh, John Wayne Light to you here for the show. I appreciate you guys so much. <clears throat> Please uh, remember to check out johnwayneisdead.com for all your John Wayne needs and wants and desires. The, the shop page there has all of my books, which are in stock right now, and the records, all the new stickers I have, some t-shirts, all good, all things that are good over at johnwayneisdead.com slash shop. And when you order it from there, it comes directly from me. So I sign it and take care of you and send you extras. And it's all it's all kinds of good fun. Uh, also, you can uh, check out all my books on Amazon and Kindle. And um, you can go to my Patreon at patreon.com slash johnwayneisdead and join one of the tiers or the Dollar Beer Club. Get access to that awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast and, and listen to all my amazing guests and what they have to say. And you can also check me out if is if that's not enough. Uh, Every Thursday on my other podcast, I do vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne with my very good friend, Christopher Triana. Uh, and you can also find everything for that at chrisandjohnwayne.com. So thank you guys so much. I love you very much. Thank you for the support. Thanks for listening. And uh, hopefully, like I said, I'll see you on the road soon. Bye-bye.